Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. And for those who don't know, this show is hosted by Sean Linda, Karen Margolis, and Matt, otherwise known as Matt Smith. I'm here today. My last name is Smith. For those of you who don't know, I'll, I will come back to that later in the show. Anyway, let's get to today's show. Sean, Karen, Matt, how are you guys doing? That didn't get to you at all. <laughs> Not at all. Matt's a, little right <laughs> Matt's a little pissed in today's show. We're going to get to it at the end. So you got to stay tuned and listen to the whole show. You're all <laughs> but on a better note, we're talking about financial tips for men. You know, for men, been- if you're a woman, click out of here. This is not for you. Exactly. Last, <laughs> week, last week, we had tips for women. This week, Turnabout is Fair Play. We got tips for men. Equal opportunity hey. tips, people. Get your notepad out. Get your laptop. Your your whatever device you 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 jot notes on. Tell your wife to get the hell out of the room. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> this is not for her. This is for you, homie. <laughs> all right. Well, Sean, why don't you start us off? Well, number one for males, and I think they should all recognize, and a lot of males do, but some may not. It, be paid what you're worth. Like know your true value. Are you worth more than what you're earning today or less? And you got to be honest and keep it 100 with yourself. You're undermining, you're losing your money. You're losing money every day. You're not asking for more. And if you're overpaid, hey, you're right for chop for the chopping block and you better update your skills or improve your productivity. Before you continue, overpaid, does that exist? To me, it's like if they're writing the check, it, you know, it's like... It- uh, devil's advocate, I have been overpaid at every single job I've ever had. You've been <laughs> <And> overpaid. <laughs> Yes. You know what? Even if I, there have been jobs that I've been just straight up overpaid for where I knew I was overpaid and I was on the chopping block. Even if I wasn't initially overpaid for the job, I did eventually make sure that I was overpaid by doing less of a good job (laughs) because I am someone who gets real comfortable real quick. And you know, those weren't my career jobs. They were just like day jobs or whatever, which I'm not saying that's like an ideal characteristic to have. But if you're actually at your career and you do feel like you're being overpaid, you do need to nut up a little bit. Disclaimer, the opinions on underperforming are not uh, endorsed (laughs) by this show. This is just a personal story. We are not suggesting you should get a job and then underperform. (laughs) I'm not endorsing it. I do not endorse my own behavior. It's not great. (laughs) It's entitled princessy 
I can't swear on the show, but you guys get it. You just fill in the blanks. It's like, it's not ideal, but it's something that I've done because I don't know. People, All right, well, well, we people get it. Your, get away with. Your, your show was last week. This is for the men. So be paid what you're worth. Yeah. Fellas. <laughs> exactly. And spur competition for your services. You know, if you've been at your job for more than a few years, chances are you're underpaid and you need to recognize that and say, hey, maybe it's time to look elsewhere. And guys, you got to remember the four most powerful words in any type of negotiations. It's bold. It's brave. It works. And if you're not caring, you need to use it. OK, <laughs> it's can you do better? And I when you say like it, you just you say it and you lay back and you let them speak. You know, so they may go on and on and on, but let them finish their, what they're going to say. And, it's, you know, and here where that leads into your negotiation. So this is after they make you an offer, your response is, can you do better? You're trying to get them to up the ante. That's the point? Honestly, exactly. you sound like such a king when you speak like that. It's so attractive that even if they're like, no, we can't do better. And now we've changed our mind. Um, girls will love you. I like that. As they, as they should. As <laughs> they should. That's a drop a line. <laughs> <laughs> It's a it's a family show, Karen. It's a family show, please. I'm taught. I mean, the British panties. It means your regular pants. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag British panties. Okay, moving on. Let me Shawnee. go to another point. And when it comes to job hunting, know when to settle for good enough. I know I have so many friends. I have a friend that lives in California. You know, he had an MBA from 1990 something, and he hasn't. I hope he's not listening, but he hasn't worked in a little bit of time. But you can't tell him there's no job good enough for him. He thinks that his next job should be the CEO of a major company or, or right mm -hmm. under him. And he's not taking anything less. And I think you have to be realistic with yourself and sometimes have a humbling experience and know that, hey, let me I know I'm, my skill sets are good. Let me get in here and, and see where the upward movement can take me rather than think that I'm going to get it. The jobs of all Karen jobs right away. <laughs> I, I would offer a little pushback on the semantics. Know when to settle for good enough. I think there's a better way to say this. It's like be realistic about your job opportunities. Like if you're, you know, qualified Here, to be, yeah. you know, you really job about your resume. Yeah, like, like also it's like there is what there is. You know what I mean? Like sometimes this is a job that you can get now and you have to eat and pay rent and there's no shame in that game. There's right. some people like with postgraduate degrees and they think that, oh, my God, it makes them like this. I'm, this person has to be getting this desirable amount of money because they've gone to graduate school. And it just those kind of people actually really annoy me. And I'm going to say that a study found that new job seekers who search for perfection, perfection generally did land jobs paying 20 percent more. Unfortunately, they don't like those jobs. Mm. Those not people who were happy with their jobs. Mm. Interesting. I think maybe there's something about trying to like, like control the process so much because in the, that leads to dissatisfaction. Like the job search process is there's so many variables and it's not just you. You know, you can control you, but then there's like a million other things going on. And if you're trying to get to that perfect thing, you're like, you know, you're you're playing an unwinnable game. You don't have control like that. Sometimes you not just got to do it. And I think just doing a thing is just automatically going to lead to the next thing. And I'll, and I'll tell you this just to add on before we go into the next. The longer you're out of work, the more your job skills, your job skills start to go down. They start to worsen. And, you know, you have to stay current. You have to be in the market because if you're not, your skills start to decline. Right. Okay, just so we're clear, because your point's starting to decline, I want people to understand, <laughs> we said a lot, point number one, people, was be paid what you're worth. I want everyone to remember what the number one tip was. Men, be paid what you were. All we just said 
was under be paid what you're worth. So let's move on to point number two. Okay, number two, save on a schedule. I'm so bad at this. It's my money. Why can't I just spend it? But you're supposed to pay your savings first. As soon as you get your money, every time you're paid, try to put aside 10% of your gross earnings off the top. We know that means before you pay bills, before you do anything, before you take out cash from the ATM, put a little money aside for yourself. 15% is so elite if you can do it. Um, I know it's hard because you just want to buy stupid stuff, but you have to have a little discipline and realize that you have more control over your savings than you realize. You don't have to focus on like stuff you can't control that's so addictive, like checking your stock market portfolio every two seconds and watching go up and down. You can't control it. But what you can control and what you can do is how you save and how much you save. And if you're someone like me who struggles because it just seems like you're putting money aside to put money aside and it feels like endless and not pointless because savings a point, but pointless kind of, it's easier to save if you have an idea what you're saving for. So, you know, something more immediate, like, you know, I'm saving for a house, I'm saving for a car, whatever you want, you know, live your best life. Saving for someday is not inspiring. So get specific with it. Yeah. And, and that, that'll light a fire under your butt. Also, we've talked in shows past about, ways to do this is one one helpful way is to automate it so if, if right. you know saving on a schedule like you, you have with your checking account your savings account your bank accounts there's all sorts of banking functions where you can easily make an automatic withdrawal to pay yourself you can make an automatic withdrawal for savings you can automate all of this stuff so mm-hmm. yeah you can but, just get an app to do it if you stink at it like me well there you go sean do you have any comments on saving on a schedule any tips from uh, no i think you know like Karen was saying, like if you give yourself small little points to motivate yourself on to, to reach those goals and, you know, and kind of slowly build that hill, it, it, it's where you'll see the savings work. You know, I make weekly contributions to my savings, you know, and and that kind of keeps me consistent, you know. So I agree with Karen's points. All right. Well, <laughs> let's move on with our next financial tip for men. Number three, it's set the bar where you can clear it. Mm. All right. So, you know, make reasonable goals. You know, another big reason people fail in their efforts to save is being overly ambitious. Don't shoot to save five grand a year. Aim for one hundred dollars a week and then find the money. Like basically. And you can automate this like in Karen's last point, saving savings on a schedule. But like make a realistic plan and do all you can to make sure you stick to it. Find that money, automate it and, and be realistic. Yeah. And I've tried, I've done the automating thing. This was years ago and I did get overly ambitious. And what happened was I really missed that money and I stopped automating my savings because I needed it (laughs) to live. And then I just kind of fell off. Well, I mean, I I think another thing is understanding the minimum you need to really exist. Like a lot of people are living way over there. You know, they're spending way more than they need to spend. Like, you know, you have your basics that you have to to, to afford, that you have to, your expenses that are necessary, your your right. rent, your, your, your mortgage or whatever, food. But there's some things that we find ourselves just overspending and, and ca- keeping cash in our pocket. And by, by the end of the month, you're like, how did I, how do I not have my savings? How do I not have any money left? So basically you have to readjust how you're living. And then, you know, that's how you, you can legitimately set the bar realistically. Yep. I agree. Okay, Matt. Well, I got point number four. Okay. Point number four is know what your time is worth, Matt. It's so important. I know so many people 
that don't value their time, you know, unwilling to pay for certain services because they don't respect their time. And I'm not, you know, as I get older, I see the true value in, uh, in hiring certain services. So it frees me up to do other things to, you know, to earn more money. Like what so, kind of services? What are you talking about? Okay. For example, um, I have a cleaning lady that comes, you know, once every couple of weeks. And, you know, that's something that I could do. And she, we, my kids and I, we maintain it, but then the big overhaul, she does it, you know, and that's something that do I want to spend a whole Saturday doing that when I could be more productive? Maybe I could be at work. Maybe I could be working on my podcast. Maybe I could be doing something with my kids versus spending doing a big overhaul of cleaning. You know, I had a friend actually today, she, somebody hit her car and she was going to fix it herself. So I brought her to my local mechanic, which is like less than a mile from her house. And she felt that she could save about a hundred dollars by driving it all the way to the Bronx from Brooklyn, which is like mm -hmm. a, and traffic is like a two hour drive. And I had to ask, is it really worth the time to get there, the time to come back for the hundred dollars? Couldn't you be some, doing something more productive with that time? And I'm not saying this in a, in a arrogant way to me, like just spend and overspend, but I'm just saying, you know, there's a value in time. Well, let me ask you a follow-up question, Sean. Earlier in tip number one, we talked about knowing your true value. We talked about being underpaid or even overpaid. What is there a Sean Linda tip on knowing what your time is worth? What's well, the equation? Is there some I, I have, equals I, 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 squared? I have an analytical equation, Matt. It may be a little bit over your head, but I'll try to keep it as simple as possible, okay? You figure out what your annual salary is, okay? Let's just say you make $40,000 a year, okay? Remove the last three zeros from $40,000. What does that give you? 40 bucks. $40. Divide that number by two. What does that give you? 20 bucks. Correct. So if you have to pay somebody less than $20 an hour, it's probably worth it to hire them, depending on what your salary is. Got it. Awesome. So let's move, let's move on to tip number five, Karen. Tip number five, spend less than you make. I am so bad at this. <laughs> I am not good at this, but... You have to do it. Good debt is cheaper than bad debt. Good debt means going into debt for stuff that puts a roof over your head, wheels under your feet, diploma on your wall. And then there's obvious bad debt, which is frivolous, doesn't appreciate, waste of money. You know, I feel like this is a family show, so I can't say stuff like that, but you know, you guys can fill in the blanks. But there's a gray area between good debt and bad debt, and it can kind of be a tough call. So if you're in that spot, where you know maybe you need something essential but you want to get the really nice one <laughs> you know do it but try to use emergency savings to finance those purchases instead of credit and then treat it like a loan to yourself and repay yourself over time wow karen that's good thank you i'm a professional <laughs> not at saving but just at talking <laughs> Um, also remember that you are literally your credit score <laughs> as far as like a lot of the world is concerned. So you have to protect your credit score, which kind of sucks to think about because, um, you know, credit can be an intimidating thing to manage, but if you manage your credit score wisely and you qualify for lower interest rates, you know, that can really affect your life. And you do that by paying your bills on time, not using more than 30% of your credit limit, not applying for new cards, just because you feel like it and not closing cards, even if you're not, if, even if you're not using them, just leave them open and have them and it'll help build your credit score. Um, something about a credit ratio, isn't that true guys? Where like the amount of credit that you're using relative to the amount of credit that you have affects your credit score. Um, can I say this, Karen? 
since you met an individual from Two Black Guys with Good Credit umpteen years ago that has two names <laughs> and you've been managing your credit, how much has your credit changed, Karen? Just share it with the world. Okay, I'm gonna tell you the truth. It stayed kind of static and that's because I've gone through ups and downs financially in that time. So yes, while I have actually put our good practices into practice, you know, move debt into like a 0%, you know, credit card kind of thing where I can just pay it off in monthly installments and not have to pay any interest and um, automating payments, stuff like that. Um, I've also been less responsible at times when I had more financial stress. And honestly, I think there's a point to be made for that. I'm not, I'm not saying it's great to fall off the wagon, but I am saying that it's normal and you can come back from it. Like you can just get back on the horse and you know, your credit changes like daily if you work on it. Well, I'll tell you this, since we're two black guys with good credit, and I've never really mentioned my credit score over the show, but I will mention it today because I just checked it earlier today. Oh, you're gonna I be recently, huh? You're going to be bragging. Go ahead. Self-praise is no praise. Go sometimes. ahead. So just for you don't know, credit score ranges range from 300 to 850. You know, tier one usually is from 800 <laughs> to, eight, to 850. Why Sean, are you still, like, announcing your SAT? Right, exactly. Just get to it, bro. <laughs> What's your score? My credit score. SAT's go up to 2,400, and I got a 2,350. Not big deal. June 2021, Karen. Don't get any ideas, Karen. I'm not available right now. My credit score, Karen. Da -da -da, was okay. 814. Damn. You're killing it. Oh my I'm God. You are black guy with good credit. Get yeah, out of yeah, here. It, you guys, the show does not lie. Show me the lie. I was like, man, I got to put that in my dating profile. <laughs> so, lastly, um, if you're like me, a woman, <laughs> I'm obviously. I don't see gender. Sean, I don't see gender. I literally don't even know what you are. But I'm saying that if you are so like me and you like to just kind of freestyle it when you go out to buy stuff, try shopping with a list. It really helps to rein you in because you are a spender. You are just like me. I know your heart. You are not wise. <laughs> Last year alone, 80% of Americans made impulse purchases. I'm going to go on a limb and say that 100% of Americans made impulse purchases in a whole year. Are you kidding me? The average cost was nearly $500. That's maybe rent, not if you live here. It's maybe a car payment if your car's really nice. So before you buy anything that isn't on your shopping list, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Is it to fill an emotional hole? Am I upset? Am I really happy? <laughs> and that's why I'm doing it. Why am I wasting this money right now? And honestly, sometimes you should just treat yourself, but understanding your motivation might help you just walk away and keep your money in your damn pocket, as I personally always say. Since we're talking about you know tips for men, and this topic was spend less than you make, and at the beginning of this, Karen, you're like, how do we do this? Like, this is so hard, and it is, it can be, but like men out there if you're like even little things like if you're grocery shopping for your house your bachelor pad or your family or whatever mm -hmm. make a list instead yeah. of just rolling to the store when you're hungry and you're throwing everything in the in the basket make a list if you're what all the things that you're buying be calculated actually plan it as opposed to impulse shopping and that will help you with this overarching point of spending less than you make. So fellas, I know a lot of times we like to just, you know, file, you know, you know just go in, go in and just grab it without the, you know, we don't read the instructions when we're building stuff, we just roll in the store. You know, hey, if you're really trying to- You guys are dot, so crazy. <laughs> dot every I, cross every T and actually spend less than you make, 
you know, maybe some desperate times require desperate measures. Let's make a list before yep. we step into the grocery store. Check and you might save a, a couple dollars. And so you know what? You don't feel bad, by the way, because grocery stores, they hire the smartest people in the world to design not just grocery stores, but all stores to get you to spend. They 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 know where your eye level is and they know where, where you go first and if you're going to go left or right and where you're going to grab stuff. So it's not your fault. The temptation is literally everywhere. It's a science, but you just make a list. All right. Before we move on to our next financial tip for men or for anyone. We're but, mostly take for men. but mostly for men. <laughs> Before we go on with the rest of our financial <laughs> tips for men or mostly for men or, you know, whoever is listening, it's for you. But before we continue, we're going to take a quick break, a quick sponsored break. So stay tuned. Don't move. Listen to these commercials and we'll be right back with more Two Black Guys with Good Credits. Eight financial tips for men. Keep it locked. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Black guys. Welcome back to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. We have Sean Linda in the house. We have Karen Margolis in the house and Matt. Um, so let's move on to <laughs> Can I say our... before we do the next point? Sure. That I just want to say that by men, we mean whatever you choose to be. Oh we're not we're not saying if you're a man oh, or not a man. Only Sean, Sean, however you feel, that is what you are. So by men, that is not us assigning manhood. That's how you, you identify. That's how you feel about yourself. I yes, really the, it's Pride Month. Sean, it's Pride Month. We're so the one right. bathroom unisex podcast. Okay. Okay. First of all, there's so many sexes. So I feel like unisex is a little bit like kind of almost okay, gender. So we're the one bathroom podcast. How's that? <laughs> Next so time I, I go to the pod, I want to see you coming out the. I want to see you coming out the can. Camera. Like, hey, girl, how are you doing? Damn, that was you. Listen, it's Pride Month, guys. We have to be really careful with our words. Well, by, men, you... by men, we mean all of you, men. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Matt just shook his head. I, I just don't think that this is the right month to be shaking your head, but okay. <laughs> well, whatever you identify with, if you're male, female, if you're LGBTQ, if you are uh, a 814 credit score, if you're not, these tips, they're all for you. They're for everyone. We Correct. did title this show Financial Tips for Men, but in all honesty, these tips really apply to everyone. We're just well, being cute, you guys. We're just the cutest. <laughs> so let's move on to tip number six. Actually, before we go into tip number six, let me quickly recap what we've, the, the, the beautiful genius tips we've already provided to you. Tip number one for the men and anyone else who's listening, <laughs> be paid what you're worth. And to do that, you need to know your true value, you know, make sure you're spurring competition for your services, use the most powerful words in your negotiations, tell your boss, can you do better? Give me Ooh. a better offer. So wow. that's tip number one, be paid what you're worth. I know, scary, Matt. <laughs> be, tip number two, save on a schedule. So pay yourself first, you know, automate it, you, you know, do whatever you can to make that nest egg more than you realize. Uh, tip number three, set the bar where you can clear it. Be realistic, folks. A lot of people fail because they get overly ambitious. So make your savings goal realistic. Tip number four, know what your time is worth. Mm. Sean gave us an amazing formula like E equals MC squared, <laughs> but it basically broke down how you figure out what your hourly value is. So then you can decide what things you want to maybe pay for tasks where you don't want to waste your time doing things where you can pay for it if it's not worth your time, but understand what your time is worth. And then tip number five, spend less than you make, which so sometimes hard. is it's difficult, so hard, but if you get organized and, you know, get, take on good debt, uh, understand that your, your credit score defines you in a lot of ways for a lot of people yes. and, and to shop with a list. So all those things can get you, in a much better financial condition. And we recommend this to all of our male listeners and anyone out there who's listening. So let's move on to tip number six. This is only for our, men, but also for everyone else. That too. Very, very clear on that. All right, our next financial tip for men, tip number six, invest what you don't spend. So instead of maybe some uh, volatile portfolio, build a boring portfolio, something safe, individual stocks, and managed mutual funds are, ex are exciting, indexed and exchange traded funds are not. Why? Well, the latter type, a computer picture investments, index funds and ETFs strictly track a group of stocks that move up and down slowly. But these funds are cheap to own, cheap to trade and cheaper on taxes. That's why over the long run, they, are lar they largely outperform actively managed funds. And I would like to add that Bitcoin, not to be controversial, I don't think this is controversial at all. Bitcoin is actually, while it's not boring, falls under the category of, quote, a boring portfolio as something that historically has been proven to show a really good return over a medium to long term. If you're not you're not day trading. Right. So like staying away from the excitement kind of thing. You could, Bitcoin actually is like, I, in my opinion, a really sound investment as well. Sean, any thoughts on that? I'm not talking about cryptocurrency in general. I'm advocating strictly for Bitcoin. And why is that, Karen? Because its fundamentals are extremely sound. I mean, we could do a whole show on it. I'm like, we have done shows on crypto, but specifically that, that it's really um, the fundamental underlying technology is so sound. So and how do you know that, Karen? So expansive and so paradigm shifting. How do you know that? I can't Karen? speak to any of the crypto. 
I am a Bitcoin influencer now. Yo, there we go. There we go. It comes out. The truth comes out. So I'm not trying to brag like Sean with his numbers, but I guess I am kind of an expert now. Can I say that? I think you can. You just did. <laughs> so, I like I mean, that. I don't, I don't work for big Bitcoin. That's that's the beauty. There's no such thing. I just have this really good opinion that you should totally listen to. Well, yeah, fellas, how can they listen to Karen? How can they listen? To well, coming soon. That's TBA. Well, they can listen to it right here, Sean, on Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and they just heard it. So, tip number six: <laughs> invest what you don't spend. You just got the first part of that with building a boring portfolio, and you can also, like she said, take a look at Bitcoin. The next part of this: invest what you don't spend. As, as, I've been, as I've been saying earlier in the show, automate. There's a 50% chance you'll run out of money during retirement. That's crazy. Cut your, it is. Cut your odds. Automate your investment contributions and increase your percentages with every pay raise. If you're approaching 40, like me, and you still haven't. Uh, Sean, <laughs> it's, you know, snickering. It's, it's 60 to 40. It's 60 to 40. Uh, well, you did not call me out on my snicker. <laughs> Well, you, you are special, Karen. So if you're approaching forty and you and you still haven't started, you need to suck it up and super save people. Oh, that sounds so annoying. First of all, is this true? Fifty percent of people, or, there's a, or is it fifty percent of people? There's a fifty percent chance to run out of money during retirement. What are you supposed to do? That's crazy, you guys. Yeah. I mean, there's, that's a great question. I think that is, that is a important question to ask. And I don't think there's any easy answer. <laughs> we should do a whole show on what happens if you run out of money mid-retirement. Yeah, I don't know, the answer. do you? That's, a next, that's our next show. That's our upcoming show. Okay, perfect. Well, Moving along. Karen, okay. I think people should also understand that realize, <laughs> and I'm, I'm included in this, realize that you stink at investing, you know? I got suckered into like, okay, let me open up this Robinhood account. I started I off with too. exactly. And I stink. I stink. Let it's not your fault it. though. It's not your fault because regular stocks are an unwinnable game. It's opaque to us. There's rules that we don't don't understand but still have to play by that other people don't have to play by. It's stacked against you in favor it's of the wealthy. gambling. Yeah. You're right, Sean. You do stink at <laughs> investing. And you know, it's not your fault though, Sean. It's biology. Your brain's amygdala, which is responsible for emotions and fear, dreads losing money more than it, more than it enjoys making it. So you hang on to tanking stocks way too long. Your little ego people, you know, and I, exactly the fellas out there. Right That's exactly yeah, what I'm doing. I'm hanging on to the tanking stock right now. Yeah, so, men and your stupid amygdalas <laughs> know when to call it a day. Yeah, that's that's the you're right, Karen. We need to know when to call it a day. What what Kenny Rogers? Well, you probably don't know who Kenny Rogers is, Karen, but he had a famous <laughs> song. You gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them, know when to walk away, know when to run. People, if the, if it's tanking, you gotta know when to let it go. I'm in yeah. there with the tanking zone right as we speak in my Robinhood account. I was up a couple grand <laughs> and I'm down like four grand. I'm just like, when do I? What do I do? Stick it out? Like. I did a cryptocurrency. I did Dolce Chain. Everybody's into that. And I did some other conservative ones. I'm like, I stink at investing. Sean Lindo from Two Black Guys stinks at investing. Okay. Well, Sean, we are still in the, the topic of invest what you don't spend. Do you have one more point under this umbrella topic? Whew, I'm so emotional. Well, there's no financial aid for retirement. 
There's plenty of financial aid for college, so help your kids out as much as you can, but not to the detriment of your own retirement. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you'll find you'll end up living with them, and that will truly suck. For them, it'll it'll be really fun for you though. If I'm broken, I knock on my door's kids. I don't care what's going on. They better let daddy in. Like I'll be so I, I'll be that annoying dad. I'm like, listen, bro. Like I'm living in here. I don't care what your situation is. Bro, get out. This is my house now. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think we've covered invest what you don't spend quite thoroughly. Why don't we move on thoroughly. to financial tip number seven for men? Okay, hey. men, listen up. Protect yourself from catastrophe, meaning if you can't afford to replace it, insure it. That's and by the way, insurance is pretty cheap. If you can't, then don't. I think can that's you, sound advice. I mean, honestly, renter's insurance is like sixteen dollars a month, and it covers everything. Can your can your boyfriend Karen apply <laughs> that to you? Can he afford to replace you? Can he insure you, Karen? Me, I'm irreplaceable. Every boyfriend I've ever had will tell you that. <laughs> None of them have insured me, so they're all feeling the loss. <laughs> they, are. they are. That they are, Karen. No joke. And speaking of insurance, you know, you're going to die, but your money's not going to die. You can't take it with you, unfortunately. Wish you could. Um, but you're going to leave some money, hopefully. And it sucks to think about, but you do have to put your life in order for people who love you. Do you think you. people like Steve Jobs in heaven is broke right now? You think like he's like, start at zero again? Like, you think he's heaven at zero? Absolutely. Like, like, yeah, he's He's zero? regular, regular, schmegular. It's not even, it's zero is a non-concept in heaven because there's no money. So zero money is the same as all the money. There's why you don't need money. You only need money here on earth where everything is not fair. But swag is transferable. Like if you got swag on earth, like will you still have, you know. Swag is forever, Matt. You know that. Damn well. <laughs> so there's going to be some guys that don't have no swag in heaven still. <laughs> like you, Sean Linda. You're going you're gonna to be swagless in heaven just like you're swagless on earth. <laughs> Thanks, you guys, Matt. I'm so glad that I am not in this beef. <laughs> I would be crying on every single show if you guys talk to me how you talk to each other. <laughs> Um, but anyway, problem, Matt. <laughs> my point was, men, I hope you men are listening, that if you're alive, you eventually won't be. That's a guarantee. <laughs> and a will will determine who gets your stuff. And if applicable, custody of your kids, I guess that's kind of really the big one. So you may also want a trust if you've got if you're flush like that. So a trust is a legal document, in case you don't know, that complements your will, ensures that assets pass on smoothly, and trust can also help your heirs avoid being hit with a tax bill. This is all rich people stuff. Really, you need insurance and you need a will. Wow. So clearly, tip number seven that Karen just broke down really applies to the the 50% of the folks who are not going to run out of money during retirement. <laughs> <laughs> if you run out of money during retirement, totally skip number seven. <laughs> it is not for you. <laughs> All right, Sean, we're, we're at our final tip, tip number eight. Why don't you take this? Well, we took this from the women's lot, from the women's tips, and we kind of converted it to the men's. And I think it's important because I know a lot of these men that are thinking about this, and I just want them to call them out, let them know. A woman is not a retirement plan. So for all you, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Can you say that louder for the men in the back? A woman, Karen, is not a retirement. So for all those freeloading gigolos that are trying to sleep by, stay by a woman and hang yeah. out with her and looking no. for those cougars, hey, 
<laughs> Leave them alone. Leave those cougars alone, okay? <laughs> She's not your retirement plan. You need to build for yourself. Do your own thing. Get your shit together. <laughs> you know, add value to this relationship. You slow, jiving, gigolo, <laughs> looking for a woman. Don't you useless life. man. Useless, a woman is not people. retirement. <laughs> get out of those. Get out of those pack speedos that you're wearing along the beach because it's summertime. <laughs> looking for that cougar out there. You know, leave Be her alone. Useful. Be useful. You're an equal <laughs> team. If you can't equal the match, just mouth wide open looking at it. If you can't be equal, if you don't add value, then get out. And Listen, those- stop staring at the floor like a cow. <laughs> get a job. Save some money. A woman is not a retirement plan. And for those guys that are like 30-something years old and they realize mom's new boyfriend is only two years older than them, <laughs> you need to get him out. Like, get him up. Throw him against the wall and be like, yo, get out of my mom. Get leave, leave. Like don't get out of my mom. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't accept that young buck coming after your cougar, right? Protect your mom, guys out there. Protect your mom. Now, what if he's trying to build an exciting portfolio of women? You know, I know we said don't build it. We 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 recommended building a boring portfolio. Can 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 we such a good point. Oh my God. Build a boring portfolio of women. They are the steady workhorses of women. You know, those women who are real, real exciting. So I just want to ask a question. They either, they're either they're either too crazy or they're too good for you and they don't need you. So you want are you inclusive of this list, Karen? Are you part of this list? Middle of the road. Are no. You, are you I'm, part of this? Exactly. I just want to make sure for no, the record. I'm no, I act brand new all the time. I you can't afford me <laughs> and you cannot have me. I'm not your retirement plan, but I I am valuable. Aaron got the snapping on that one. (laughs) All right, people. Well, that brings us to the close of our top eight financial tips for men. Why are men shortchanged, by the way? Why didn't we do 10 for men? When we get 10, men get eight. Like, I don't even understand it. We have like 10 tips in every tip because men need mad help. So, you know, with women, we were like, bam, 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 bam. You guys get it. Go out there, crush it. And with men, we're like, let us explain tip number two a thousand times. You clearly don't understand. I guess I guess we don't. So, but one thing I do understand is that we are coming towards the end of the show. So I just wanted to uh, thank you guys for listening, our loyal listening audience. And I, I before we go, though, I, I, I did want to mention and shout out to our listeners and to royalteenmagazine.com. I want to thank them. Our podcast yes. was honored and yes. listed under the five black hosted podcasts along with Karen, that school you on all things finance. Um, We were listed as one of the top finance podcasts, basically. And I think that's awesome. And that's- As we should be, everyone listening agrees. Exactly. Um, But but I I not only want to just shout it out that we were, I want to read to our loyal listeners and to the young man who wrote the article. His name is Daniel J. Newton. By the way, actually, his name is Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) all right you know what no i'm gonna give daniel his full name it's daniel j newton daniel is a so big of you he's he's a journalism student a senior at florida a&m university and he wrote these articles and these um highlights on all these different podcasts and he shouted us out and wrote us a lovely review and we want to thank you daniel Daniel. by the way daniel you've got great taste in podcasts i don't know if anybody's ever told you that you do daniel so (laughs) daniel newton we're shouting you out and i just want to read to you what you said daniel about us you said two black guys (laughs) with good credit is a podcast whose name explains it all the hosts Sean, Linda, and Matt. 
So, but let me run that back. He says the hosts, Sean, Linda, and Matt. So Sean gets his full name first and last. You have to read the Karen paragraph too. You got to read. The okay, Karen fine. I'll, I will continue. So he he, sh- he shorts me, but okay. So the host, Sean, Linda, and Matt are the two guys from Brooklyn who mix education and comedy. Thank you. We are funny every now and then for a one of a kind podcast. They're Matt, maybe ep- you're like Madonna. Maybe you are just so great that you only need one name. Did that okay, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't Prince. see that, but okay, maybe. Prince. Madonna, Prince, you get it? Okay. You don't even need Smith. It goes without saying. It would be cons- insulting to put your last name in there. Matt Smith, obviously. I hadn't considered that, leaving my last name off. Sean, Linda, and Matt, maybe you're right. It's like Prince, Madonna, I'm a want Beyonce, That's you know, whatever. You're but iconic. You're a legend. I'm iconic. So you're Matt Smith, you know, whatever. All right, fine. But I just want to get to this next part, Karen, before okay. I get distracted. All right, all right, all right. He, he says, you know, Sean, Linda, and Matt, and then later on in the article, he says, the Two Black Guys podcast, they even have a Karen. But this, but this is one you will like. That's Karen, Mar- <laughs> Karen Margolis is a millennial comedian that is also a contributor to the show. Margolis also has her own podcast called Race Wars that streams on SoundCloud. So my man, Daniel, not only got Karen. That's what I just felt like. I just my felt man like, like, did. They gave, all, they gave her all the flowers. They gave us right. like, a little whole thing. Like, my man did his Google search. He stuck to page one, and that I called it a day. Daniel, I really liked it. My man Dan got Karen's whole name, got her other show, gave it all, all kind of write up on Karen, got Sean's full government name, but he just called me Matt. So, Daniel, <laughs> I'm not saying we got beef, but I'm just saying, bro, you're a journalism major at Florida AM. I'm going to need you to get my full name in the future. But I love you anyway. We thank Fun you for the, the shout out. Yeah, thank you. That was really sweet. Especially Honestly, the part about you calling me a good Karen and not one of those bad Karens. Another couple of shout outs. You know, Black Podcasting Awards.com nominated us in two categories for Best Black Business Podcast and Best yeah. Finance Podcast. We were nominated both. We didn't win, but we were nominated. We want to thank you as well. Awesome. And we also want to thank- We didn't win, we, Sean. Keep your thanks we got nomi- to yourself. We got, we got nominated, Karen. Come on, <laughs> man. We got nominated. Reach for the stars, Sean. It's not called reach for just barely up above the trees. And we're also featured in Feedspot.com as a top 50 black wealth and investing podcast. We were always getting these great write-ups about our show. So for those that do continue to write about our show and praise us, we love you, and we appreciate it. We read them all, and we just thank you, Karen. We just thank them, even though we didn't thank win. Thank you. Thank we you, guys. And for those of you who have been on our website, seen our pictures, seen how cute we are, and just, like, what a really chic look we have going, in addition to just a really good sounding content, um, I have red hair now. I'm no longer blonde, so I really just wanted to update that portion of the show. That's imp- oh an important, uh, that's so an important uh, little There's note you gave There's journalists out there, guys. There's journalists who write about us, so I'm just keeping all the information up to date. Okay, we are now starting to ramble, so I think we should sign <laughs> off. Um, for two black guys with good credit, I am Matt Smith. I have two names, a first and a last. I also have a middle, but I'm going to stick with Matt Smith. Like I always say, nothing changes if nothing changes. So, Daniel, change that right up and put my last name in it. But other than that, I hope these tips helped you. I'm Matt Smith, and I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis, as you know, from my full name being mentioned in this, I would say, elite write-up. And... <laughs> As I always say, I'm one of the good Karens, not one of the stupid Karens. <laughs> I think that's a weird guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Sean Linda, the better half of two black guys with good credit. And as I say every show, 
keep your money. Your money is your money. Keep your money in your damn pocket. And please send us an email at tbgwgc at gmail.com. That's two black guys with big credit at gmail.com. And we love you guys and we're out of here. Hey. Sean, can I, can I suggest, Sean, you should start going with I'm Sean814, Linda? <laughs> not to brag. Not too far away from 814. You know not too far away from 850, man. I'm always at the top and I'm at the lead and I can't be stopped. Hi, I'm Kara Berry, host of Everyone's Business But Mine, and I am an all-inclusive addict. Enter Club Med, the best all-inclusive for you and your family. With resorts worldwide from their family flagship resort, Club Med Punta Cana, to their only mountain resort in Canada, Club Med Quebec, they have everything you need to relax. With their 20-plus sports activities, wellness programs, you can dine on delicious cuisine and make memories with your family. So book your next getaway with Club Med. Visit clubmed.us or call 1-800-CLUB-MED or your travel advisor. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.